Hello, 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 folks. Welcome again to another thrilling edition here of the Mind of Magnus on 106 FM WRFC, WRFC LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. As always, the cool kids listening in online on the smart devices or on rochesterfreeradio.com. If you guys are downloading the podcast, hello out there. Thank you for doing such. And uh, as always, I want to give a shout out to all the wonderful people that help make this station possible. Uh, those people are actually the ones that go to rochesterfreeradio.com, click the big orange button, and then uh, go to Patreon and offer a couple of dollars a month. It's all we ask for keep the lights on keep the uh, microphones sounding all good and sexy and uh, those are the awesome people doing something the people also want to message are uh, the folks that message me every week on twitter magnus apollo on twitter or you can do it mind of magnus at gmail.com you can do that say hello we're getting a lot of cool folks doing a lot of cool messages letting me know places that uh are people we should have on the show it's pretty cool so thank you for all for doing that but the guy i want to give a thank you to the most the one who makes this show always sound amazing it's the guy in the glass box mr matt obscure himself hey there matt how you doing I really thought you were going to bring me in earlier when you were saying sounding good and sexy. I thought that was when I was going to hit. Like I was like, oh, it's my chance. No, no. Well, you always make it sound good and sexy. Uh, but yes, actually, we had uh, people saying, uh, I'm sounding better. Someone went back. We were having our classic podcasts. Uh, the uh, the classic Mind of Magnus is in there. And uh, goes, yo, I love it. But having Matt on has been really great for the show. So we have some nice thank yous from people. So Well, thank you very much. I'm glad to hear it sounding good. Yeah, we actually had some uh, uptick. We had a bunch of folks been downloading the podcast. We see the number has been going up a bit so thank you for everyone who's been downloading them thank you so, very much I hope you're enjoying and uh, so far I haven't got any death threats or hate mail yet but give it time always happens right just gotta say we're just not doing something right there. <laughs> exactly room to improve <laughs> uh, yes uh, as always throw bricks with uh, evil notes up to the second floor window at the Hungerford and we'll get those death threats that way so uh, so Matt how you doing you have a good weekend yeah it was great nice I uh, heard you were checking out uh, some breweries and some cool stuff I did I finally got out to Mortalis out in Avon and Ooh. holy cow really it, it is Willy Wonka's factory for beer it's incredible <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna I, I need to chime in that sounds fantastic oh did see this the voice it? has already happened I, I'm gonna bring it right in because yeah. food yeah, you, is what you, you do can't, you can't throw out awesome beer places <laughs> and not have me talk about it oh that amazing voice you may know if you listen to Food About Town podcast it's Stromy it's Chris Lindstrom himself hey there Stromy how you hi, doing Magnus. hi Matt hello so uh, brewery Willy Wonka of breweries yeah it's a fascinating place have you been there yet I've not been in yet. I've had a couple of samples uh, when people were nice enough to bring some cans around, but I've never been out. Oh, my gosh. It, your next chance. At, go on a Sunday afternoon. About 1 o'clock, you'll get a chance to actually get there and get a drink. It's packed out. They open at noon. Uh, people start lining up for the cans about 10 in the morning. Oh, that's crazy. So, yeah. I mean, between them and uh, other half opening out on the east side, man, we're getting some real destination breweries it's opening here in town. World-class beer. Yeah, I, I, I've gone to a couple of those, you know, breweries out east in, in Massachusetts, the Trilliums and, and whatnot. They are absolutely every bit as good as those, I would say. It's just so um, cool. I, I love that we're becoming known as a beer destination here in Rochester. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, we uh, Rochester's always leaned into making awesome things happen. I'm glad that beer is now one of them. And yeah. no, no doubt. It's a, it's a great opportunity to show off the depth of breweries we have in town, not just the, not just the big destinations, which, you know, other half, uh, Mortalis. Uh, the stuff that Fifth Frame's doing, mm -hmm. but the depth we have is just phenomenal from 
Rock Brewing to Three Heads and just so many great local breweries here in town now. Yeah, I'm impressed. As a person that, like, I'll drink beer here and there. I'm not like, now Matt's an amazing uh, beer drinker. He lets me know what beers to drink. And I've, I'm a much better beer drinker because of this man. I really want that to be my epitaph, by the way. An amazing <laughs> beer drinker. <laughs> uh, but now I'm actually quite, I'm getting into it more because uh, for a while, I was, everyone just kept handing me like IPAs, IPAs. And I'm amazed at what I'm tasting now in various breweries. It's like, I, I, I hard to describe what I'm actually tasting now. So that's great things so mortalis has this sour it's called hydra and it's rotating fruits i love sours and Mm. this one is incredible the one they had on tap on sunday was pineapple passion fruit and coconut wow wow and a friend of mine i asked him what's that taste like he's like it it, it tastes like a caribbean vacation (laughs) he was absolutely right you had no idea that it was actually this this it kind of i don't know if it's a compliment or, or an insult but you'd barely know it's beer like you drink it and it's something completely other. Yeah, Mortalis is really pushing the limits of all the genres they do. They're you know, they're pushing the fruits, they're pushing each of the genres and um really going for those intense flavors. And it's it's really cool. So you don't have to be traditional. We've got traditional breweries here in town. Mm-hmm. Um the fact that they're pushing the limits makes it uh Kind of nice, something a little bit different. Yeah. I'm all for pushing limits. I mean, I like trying different things. I mean, I'm a guy that literally, when I go out shopping, I try to bring something weird home almost every time. So, chance to try something cool and crazy, especially to, like, Avon's not that far. You can bop down for a fun little adventure that way. Yeah, no, oh. it's 25 minutes away. Yeah, it's yes. nothing. Oh, my gosh, and it's so great. Unreal. The place was packed out. Like I said, I, I mean, people were lined up around the block just to buy cans. And then at, at 1 o'clock, it was just kind of a free-for-all in there. And it's kind of a smaller place. Mm-hmm. And you could not get a seat. It was lined up out the door to get your your beer at the bar, mm. and it was just everybody hanging out and just enjoying this kind of little hidden gem in an industrial park in Avon. It, it's really <laughs> something. That's so cool to hear. It was a Neapolitan stout beer, and you could taste each of the flavors independently as you drank it. Nice. So wow. That's why I said it's like Willy Wonka, because the first taste, it was like, oh, that's the chocolate. Oh, there's the vanilla, and there's the strawberry at the end. Like, distinct flavors as amazing you you can layer flavors that way yes oh i love stuff like that too i mean when you can i mean when it comes to beer when it comes to really anything a great cocktail um and even if you're not drinking uh when it comes to making a dish is layering the flavors layering the textures um layering techniques all these things to give you a better taste experience um you know from hey you're highlighting the same thing on a dish three different ways you've got it fresh you've got it pickled you've got it fried Mm -hmm. you've got it roasted all these different opportunities to make a great expression of an ingredient um and it's you know there's so many opportunities for for greatness if you take the time to do something well and do it with passion which i know you care about i mean that's i I care a lot i mean passion making stuff good and also something that's tasty oh that's my thing i think yeah Who's to complain? <laughs> Not at all. Exactly. Uh, so we already had a message come in. Actually, came in to uh, George, the previous guy on there. But uh, this is from Dave saying, "Like we need more podcasts for uh, at Ustromy. Apparently, you have a fan from uh, Food oh, About Town right. podcast. That's great. People they uh, they want you to just do post more. They love it. They well, want more of them. One, I appreciate that. I've got a bunch in the queue right now. There'll be a new one up this Friday, and. If all goes well, there should be one for every week for a while. I've got a nice little backlog. And oh, I love that feeling. Isn't it an uh, amazing feeling? You know what? It's you know, Life's been a bit crazy, but I've still been recording. I've got a lot in the queue ready to go and just some really cool guests. I had uh, uh, Chef Joe Zolnirowski from Nosh and Old Pueblo Grill. Oh, uh, just, had, um, just had Art Rogers from Lento over right before I came over here. Just a lot of good stuff in the queue. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. 
So if you guys uh, don't know what we're talking about here, Food About Town podcast. Uh, now, how, you, how long have you been doing the Food About Town podcast? Jeez, I think it's... Oh. I think it's over five years now. Wow. And on it, and off. Yeah, on know. and off, but it also has one best podcast in Rochester at least three? Last right? three years in a row, yeah. Nice. It's it's great. I, I have enjoyed it. I've been on it. I should uh, say that, that I've actually been a guest on there. Very honored to be on there. We had a lot uh, of fun. Oh, I had a blast. I always enjoy hanging around with you. Yeah, so. there was an interesting episode, too, because we talked, we talked movies, <laughs> we and we, talked, we just talked Magnus, and that's we, we didn't really do food. We dabbled. We talked a little bit about yeah, some uh, fried chicken and that stuff. I'll come oh, back yeah. on and talk about food, but I always... Like, your ability to convey what you're tasting and the the layers, everything else, always impresses me. That I feel I'd be like, it tastes good. You know, I, I don't think I'm going to actually have a great way of describing my palate. So, yeah, but that's also the kind of thing when you're when you're trying to taste something, it's spending the time on it, mm-hmm. uh, just like anything else. I mean, if you want to be if you want to be a great artist, you have to spend time, ta- you know, working on your craft, trying different things. The same thing with uh, developing your palate. Um, I can say honestly that my wife is better that, than everything I do naturally yeah. than I am. She's a <laughs> she's, better natural talker. She's a better natural palate. She's a better natural writer. And um, I've worked at it. <laughs> um, she is remarkably talented. I should got to say, uh, it, it, you actually can you give out her like, Instagram Yeah, handle? of course. Uh, you want to give a shout yeah, out? Yeah, so it's uh, at CrazyDude, C-R-A-Z-D-U-D-E on Instagram. That's the best way to find her. Talented woman, very talented. Just oh crazy stuff. She she does a lot of uh, interesting interesting artwork, and if you ever need somebody to design something for you, other than of course the fine person across the table from me, <laughs> you can reach out to my wife and she'll figure uh, something. It's out good for to you. marry up, isn't it? It's good to have that sort of talent around. It's you. just fantastic. I, I date up right now and hope we marry up soon at some point. So <laughs> I feel like this could just be a, a support group for those, or, or, or I don't really know, mutual admiration society for yeah. yeah. Yeah, for, thank gosh, all us three, you know, guys uh, have uh, much more impressive women around us. Huh? Uh, Makes your life a lot easier. I mean, also I've got something to shoot for. Someone who's she's more dedicated. She's, I mean, uh, the amount of work she puts into what she does um, forces me to be better. Because if I didn't have that around, I, I don't know, I, I would be lazy. I wouldn't be doing anything. It's nice. It's uh, be inspired to work and do harder. That's what I've been doing. I mean, like I've. I actually just expanded my whole my whole work life, uh, and thanks to having a very talented woman, is you know has been not only helps me but you know, pushes me everything else. This is great. This is a good Valentine's Day ramble ahead of time. Yeah, I guess, right. right? This yeah, is like, I agree. So. Also, how is the new space, Magnus? New space is great. Actually, today was my first solid day of just coming in and working. It's been. Uh, I just expanded. I picked up a whole new studio space. Those uh, checking it out, my uh, check out on Magnus Apollo on Instagram. You see some videos of that, uh, and it's amazing. I have a space for myself. I can make a mess. I can close the door. I can work. I can crank the music I want. Uh, it's actually nice, and it's uh, and also it, it's amazing. I can I have shelves to organize things. So I already put like car loads of stuff in, and it's already put away and looks nice in there. So it's shocking. So. That's awesome. Oh my Good gosh, for you. it is. Yeah, I I had a studio in Fairport uh, last year to work on some stuff. And uh, it was great, but I got tired of driving to Fairport, and I like being in the city. And literally, I walk out my back door, and I can see High Falls. Literally, I can see the falls tumbling over the edge from my from my windows. That's so cool. So it's nice to be back in Rochester. I it, it's a pride thing to me to be in the city, making stuff in the city. 
So it's pretty awesome. I'm I'll, I'm actually be having a um a studio warming party at some point here. Fantastic! Um, it's great because it, it's it's I mean the studio I have locked the door, but there's a large social space. There is amazing kitchen, better than the kitchen I have at my house. <laughs> uh, and but there's I mean we even have a full grand piano in there to play if we want to. So perfect. Yeah, I actually already have a couple of people that uh, like I play piano. I can join you. So we're already figuring it out how to get some music in this party. So uh, follow my Instagram and uh, Twitter feed for learning about more about parties. So, perfect. Yeah. Now, uh, De- uh, Dennis wrote in asking, uh, "Are oh, we going to go Dennis. to a brewery after the show? We're talking about breweries, so oh, geez, we got to see I what's mean, open. If anything's open, <laughs> yeah. yeah. If anything's open, I'm game. Yeah, actually, we uh, we probably we're talking about doing some uh, some recordings and stuff, and actually maybe getting out and doing some shows out in the real world. And if we do a brewery show, would you like?" Stromy, you want to join in for? Oh, of course. We have a food about town slash Ma- mind of Madness pairing. Of, oh yeah, uh, we should do some like crossover. That. I yeah. like this idea. That'd so. be fun. Plus, I mean, I like doing remote stuff. It has its challenges, mm-hmm. but I've done some really. It's fun to go out to somewhere and, you know, you can get some random people walking up. It can be really fun. Oh, I have a blast doing that, Matt. Luckily, he's along for the ride. I'll ramble on pretty well, and he uh, he carries all the gear and puts the microphones in front of people. <laughs> So yeah, I'm the tech Sherpa. Yeah, it's it's amazing. There was a photo. Uh, someone actually posted about it probably a couple of weeks back about how uh, it's clearly our personalities were shown in that one. We were in the Rochester Maker Fair, and I'm wearing a bright colored shirt, like a blazer, uh, just you know, microphone smiling, and you have gear on top of gear, just lugging it around, yeah. smiling too. You weren't like you know. I look like Chris Elliott in Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which actually, uh, Groundhog Day just happened as well, too. I didn't go to Puxatawney. I was going to go down to Puxatawney this year, I was, but maybe next year. Never. I, I don't see. I think that's, I just couldn't do it. Oh, really? I can watch the movie, but it's, you know, you you and Chris Clemens are really good at that. Like, just going to somewhere, I don't know, it's, <laughs> it's going to those kitschy places and making uh-huh. the best out of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just so we'll go first and point out where to go, and then maybe you can like adventure <laughs> later on. We'll be the, we'll be the guy he- heading out west for that, that you know that idea sort of. I'm yeah. with you. It just feels like a lot of work. It uh, does. See, you, yeah. yeah. See, I agree with him. It sounds like a lot of work, a lot of effort. Yeah. Uh, you need somebody to go and do the pre-pro, and then you can go and do it for real. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I know you're pretty good about ke- keeping up with me. I'll rambly. Yeah, although you point me at something, like you go talk to that person, and we did. Like I, we. I mean, yeah. It, it's one of those things. I, <laughs> <laughs> I could stand back and kind of scout a little bit, but yeah. I mean, go talk to that guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, so the answer is like, uh, keep me in loop. You guys do join. So, put people who want to join in already. If you have this <laughs> see, stuff, I love so. it. Oh my gosh! Uh, if you guys want to message in at all any time of the whole show, Magnus Apollo on Twitter. So mindofmagnus at gmail dot com is the email address. If people want to find you, Stromy, as I'm saying your name, Ooh, how can boy. they find you on your social media? Oh, they can find me all over the social medias. They can find me Food About Town on Facebook and Twitter now. <gasps> You're um, on Twitter finally? Yeah. Well, oh. I've got I've got my Stromy on Twitter, but I switched to Food About Town on Twitter as Good well. For you. Good for you. So I've got both, but. Food About Town is what I'm trying to push for that. And I'm at Stormy on Instagram because some guy in England has Food About Town. He posted once. Oh, I hate when that happens. And I can't get it. So mm-hmm. um, still at Stormy on Instagram. Uh, side note, Chris Clemens just wrote in saying it is work, <laughs> by the way, guys. Chris, <laughs> thanks, Chris. Oh, we got to have a crossover with that man, too. we got to have him. Uh, Chris, you got to come on the show again. We'll have a whole big, fun pop-up show. So we'll have to get all of us together in one spot and do something like that. I mean, something really interesting. I don't know what we're going to do. We should do something. Well, we've got to fix something out. Yeah, I, I mean, we can happen. do a – I mean, we can do it here. Also, I do have a studio space. We can do a pre-recorded one. Ooh, I, I, so. did, I was going to say, I do know somebody that just got a space. Just got a whole big studio that I control the heat <laughs> on so I can turn it on and off without worrying about fans going on Ooh, in some of the other nice. places. So, um, 
Uh, oh, another person wrote in. Tim writes in and he's like, I love Food About Town. You have pointed me at great places. And the reason I want to mention this, he goes, uh, you mentioned Atlas Eats a bunch, bunch of different times. Oh, I boy. went recently and I'm loving it. Now, I want to point that out because you and I went there and had a blast. It was an amazing such food. Such a great restaurant. It's a true neighborhood place that offers high-end cuisine in a comfortable environment at – uh, I think still the best fine dining value in Rochester mm. um, with maybe a close second to Bar Bantam, which is a newer place that um, wasn't around last time we talked. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlas Eats is amazing fixed price. And then uh, I'm a, I like Bar Bantam a lot over on Clinton in the uh, Metropolitan Building. It's great. Uh, uh, Chuck, that organized it, he's the same guy who did um, like uh, Good Luck and that stuff. Yeah, too, Good right? Luck and Cure. And also uh, he's a part of uh, Radio Social. So I mean he's he's tied into really some of my favorite restaurants in Rochester. It's remarkable. I I can't thank that guy enough. Actually, when I first met him, I was doing something with a wall therapy project, and uh, I, I hung around for a second. I'm like, listen, I gotta tell you something. He's kind of like, kind of being a businessman. He's like, yeah, I'm kind of. Busy. I'm like, listen, uh, the good luck, the, the designs, the interior design of like the mirrors, the numbers. There's horseshoes. There's like, uh, there's seven lights in one area and twenty one. There's like like numbers of three whole around and he, he a huge smile lights up and he's like oh my god you noticed that I'm like I of course I noticed that and he's like thank you so much came out and he lists the people that helped think that up there but he has not only got a solid pulse on food and the city of Rochester but just the great places in Rochester I'm impressed he's got a great team so. I'm always always impressed in the consistency of all the places he um, is involved with uh, just like I said all almost all of them some of my favorite places in town which is Remarkable with that amount of places to mm-hmm. be that good at all those different things. Yeah, he and to hire the right people. Yeah, I mean that's it. He has faith in who he hires, and he seems to. But he seems to also be involved too. So absolutely. Um, now uh, we had uh, someone wrote in actually because I posted about this. Uh, you guys were chatting recently. I was like, how, how's it go here? Uh, <laughs> listen to your Black Button podcast interview yeah. around the holidays. Had a blast listening to it. Uh, was it Jason? Was yeah, Jason. Uh, Jason Barrett from Black Button. Yeah, yeah. It's actually the, uh, Jason said it was an awesome time. Uh, seems like you have a, you yourself have a great connection of people here in Rochester. Thank you for bringing them in. Well, that's kind of the goal is, I mean, I'm, I hope you feel the same way is these kind of things are an opportunity to have a conversation with somebody. I don't get to talk to that much. Uh, I work a straight job. I'm not in the restaurant industry during the day. And for me, it's, it's an opportunity to have a conversation with somebody I want to talk to anyways. I love Jason. I've been talking to him. The first time I interviewed him, was inside the black button space before there was anything built. Oh, wow. I brought a portable microphone. I think we had it on a forklift. <laughs> and we we were talking. This was before anything was built there, before the still was there and everything. And I've been talking to him since. We've you know developed a relationship over the years. That's awesome. Um, and like the, the people I mentioned earlier, like I had um, Chef Joe from Nosh and Old Playwell Grill. He's one of the busiest guys in Rochester. I got him for over an hour. And we had an amazing time. Oh, what a great cool. opportunity that is for me, mm-hmm. not only whoever wants to listen to it, um, that I get to have a real conversation with these people, learn about their story, and get their perspective on different things. I mean, I got an hour with Art, Art Rogers. You know, um, wow. he's a he's a guy who's, you know, he's pushed farm to table. Lento's been open for almost 12 years, 11 and a half years. Wow, really? So long? it's it's That's older wild. than good luck. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. older than, you know, a lot of places in town. 
and they were doing farm to table before it was cool. Yeah, I mean, it was it was actually hard to describe what it was when it not hard to describe, but describing it, it seemed like oh no, it's not a bunch of hippies. It's an amazing food. Go check it out. Yeah. Like they expected to be like chickens running around on the table or something else. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, I didn't realize. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, I've been in the city long enough. I remember when it opened, and I also remembered that was a while ago. Twelve. Yeah. Years. Wow. Yeah. I want to end. Back to Black Button, uh, you know, I love talking with Jason, I like working with him. We've done a few Black Button themed episodes um, through the Food About Town podcast. And he's just, he's a genuine guy who loves what he does. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm happy for them. They just got uh, minority bought by, uh, they got minority invested in by mm-hmm. Constellation. Oh, neat. So, say, that's massive. Yeah, I think it was Constellation anyways. Yeah, yeah so they got... Like them. Um, you know, big investment into them, and I, I'm only hoping to see greater and greater things from them. Their barrel rooms are getting better and better. Their products getting better and better. The product is supremely getting better and better. I, I uh, remember their vodka when they first came out was not the best. Uh, I mean, nothing against it, but no, it was I've, one of the things that. Uh, and I, I'm like, you know, but I'm hometown pride. I will gladly you, you get a second shot every time. And um, people kept talking about it. I went back and tried different things. Night and day, it is like I have it in my house now. It's one of those things. So absolutely, it's it's great to support a local business. I love doing um, as much as possible. We have so many great local businesses, from the distilleries to the breweries to restaurants and farms. There's really no lack of opportunity to support local people doing great work. Mm-hmm. We had. Uh, yeah, it, supporting local is great, and, and supporting is uh, and it's so funny to see the talent. If like if you support local, you'll be amazed at what is local. Like, stop going to the chain store, you know, restaurants. Try something out, it, and they're not all expensive either. I mean, no. we're listing some great places, but there are some local folks that just put out some amazing foods, amazing drinks, amazing yeah. everything. I mean, right in this area, I mean, no less than no no less than three or four diverse restaurants right in this main street area where we're recording today. Mm-hmm. That you can go and get great food, and try something different. Go to um, uh, Olo Criollo right over near Culver. It's a Puerto Rican place. Uh, Pan Cart, a Jamaican place, right in that same area, on Main, right near Culver. Mm-hmm. Two awesome places within two minutes of here. Yeah, and I love it. We, we've so had, good. Yeah, I. Uh, it's funny. I went uh, one day, and oddly enough, I messaged a friend of mine, and like I had gone in the lunch. They went in the afternoon. Uh, the Olo, what say it again? Olo Criollo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm always. I can never. I'm horrible with names. I feel bad. Uh, and it was funny. I'm like, this place is amazing. The guy's like, I know. It was Matt Roberts actually. He had like, right. I went there today, and he just was had left there. It was a calling. It's amazing food. So good, it's, man. I wish I was awake. I would have been there with you. <laughs> oh. um, so actually, we had. Uh, Tom just messaged in asking and I think I know the answer to this he's like so have you been to Swan's Market and I believe you had a podcast with them in the past like, year right? yeah I had uh, Barry Fisher on who's the um, owner and uh, head butcher over at Swan Market and yeah what what a great place it's on uh, Parcells um, if, when you get off Culver you go into the city you know five minutes or so um, old school German butcher shop so they're doing sausages they're doing head cheese they're doing um, cured meats, they're doing bacon, doing ham, they're doing all these amazing things with this German veneer on it. And it's not only do they, you know, sell to restaurants, you can get in local restaurants, but you can walk in and take away great products. And if you want to go duck out of work on a weekday and go there for lunch, Oh, what a great experience. You get some nice German food. And everyone's happy there. I used oh, to live around the corner always. from there. And I would go for lunch. And uh, th- th- it's one of those places that 
people will be drinking pitchers of beer and suddenly you have friends pouring you like you don't even know who they are and they're like hey they'll start pouring you beer to be part of the experience yeah it's a great place if you just you know it's sometimes if you're just going to have just have a beer mm-hmm. it's such a different environment not that they're open at night you know they're not really open at night. it's a nope. day place yeah so you're going there for a beer and there might be families around but the families are enjoying themselves it's a comfortable environment and an excuse to drive through an area you might not usually drive through. Yeah, actually, it's a it's it's a not not saying it's a bad part of town, no. but it's a, a part of town that the reason that they don't stay open late is their general concern about it. But um, not bad. I mean, like check it out. This is like, of course I, I lived in that neighborhood, and I uh, gladly would go over there. It's not like it's something that Anytime. I would avoid it. No, uh, it's and the, they, everyone gets it, and it's kind of a funnier joke when you're in there. They'll they'll be like, "Oh, I'm glad you made it over," kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but it the food is phenomenal. I love it. Uh, the uh, there's always this one of those places that has the photo of the man who sits under the one spot. I think he passed away a year or two ago. Someone said, but um, there was literally a photo on the wall, and the same man would be sitting under the photo, drinking a beer, laughing, getting his lunch or whatever it was. It's a, it's uh, a great it's a great um, you know regulars place. Mm-hmm. You want to be a regular at somewhere like that. You know, being a regular at a place like that, you, it means something. You're part of the group. You're part of the family. You're part of the place oh, gosh, when you're yes. a regular there. Oh, gosh. Oh, so thanks, Tom, for that one. We are, we'll go on about the, yeah, check out Swans. Uh, also, Swans does catering, too. I actually had a party recently, Absolutely. and they uh, had were catered by Swans. Phenomenal. I thought, you know, when you're in a store, sometimes you're always nervous if the catering is going to be the same thing. It was as good. I mean, as what I had in Swans, so yeah, and they'll they'll bring the grill, they'll bring the tent, they'll do everything like fresh there. Um, really, an amazing option, and again, you're supporting a local family. It's a family place mm-hmm. from top to bottom. So uh, we'll ramble on about pod, uh, the other places soon, but I want to circle course. back around about Food About Town yes, podcast. Sir. Now, uh, uh, you have a uh, a person that chimes in as well, does remotely. Uh, what is your partner in crime that talks in? Oh there? yeah, my buddy in Boston, Brian Chu. He's mm-hmm. um you know uh, a guy I know from college. Um, you know, I was a you know social misfit, misfit, mm-hmm. and we were both engineers, so we graduated in the same class from the U of R, and. Uh, he's a, I don't know, some sort of general vagrant in Boston nowadays. <laughs> I don't know exactly what he does. I don't ask. You know, it's it's great to have those kind of buddies where you don't ask what they do. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. He does stuff. He does stuff, yeah. He exists. He does He does good at what he does, I'm sure. One of the <laughs> smartest people I know. Yeah, he has internet, so he must be paying at least a couple bills. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I love to love to get him in. We get to try different stuff, too. So sometimes we talk food. Sometimes we talk random stuff. And, and we talk um, movies, so that was something yeah, which was great. that was fun. We talk- I enjoy it. I, know. I, I realized halfway through that, we're like, we're still talking about movies. Well, oh. Oh, so. God. God forbid. <laughs> Certainly not something you're comfortable talking no, about. No, no. Oh, my gosh. It's like pulling teeth me. Oh. Oh, speaking of which, um, I saw a movie that qualifies for the genre we were watching. Really? But it was just awful. So the genre, again, we had was the... So the specific genre is a person who was the best, they were out due to extraordinary circumstances, they were pulled back in, and then they have to kill everybody. Yes. So John Wick was your... John Wick is the stereotype um, or the archetype of the movie, uh, Taken as well. Um, so I just watched Polar on Netflix. Is that the Liam Neeson one as well? Or? No, that's that's a different one. That's that's one where he's driving a snow, snow truck. Plow, yeah, 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 yeah. Which one I'm looking forward to. It looks <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Um, this one was like. Mads Mikkelsen who played. Um, oh yeah. Um, Hannibal. Uh, Hannibal on NBC, um, but it was, it was not in a good bad way. 
It was in a bad, bad way. Was it really? Yeah, I really disliked it. Oh, no. Oh, that's so disappointing. I've seen that trailer about a hundred times, because every time I go into Netflix, it's there. It looks like a great trailer. It looks like a great thing. And you know what? It did not pay off on it at all. Um, I was was almost angry watching it, because they just squandered any opportunity for something to be fun and interesting. I I just hated every minute of it. Oh, um, but I think just... it did qualify for the genre. Okay, qualify for the genre, but still hated it. <laughs> well, it's fine. I, I'm a person like uh, those who know me. I have a thing. I do film fail. I call it. So I try to. I used to do it once a week. Now I do it by maybe once a month, give or take. So sometimes people will say those movies to me, being like, "Hmm, I was gonna watch it anyway. Well, I can't watch it alone, so I'll drag one of the Murphys in or something else. Megan Murphy, which we have on about movies. So sometimes saying it's horrible just puts me in being like, "Well, I won't watch it alone." So I've never met her, by the way. You have to meet her. Oh my gosh, you love her. She's I, awesome I've, we've course on Twitter a little bit on and off yeah. um, just like random like mentions just like happens to everybody on yeah. <laughs> especially in Rochester yeah uh, oh you got well she'll be on the show we're going to drag her on do talk about some movies coming oh, up awesome. so um, but uh, we had another person just write in so this is from Tim saying he wants to thank you for his coffee love Joe Bean became my place underscore my place he oh. loved it say he's, thank you and he's from your podcast says a football that's town. great so. one, one thank you for listening Tim and Two, I'm really glad that you checked it out and gave it an honest try. Um, I have plenty of friends in and around you know, all sorts of areas of Rochester that either love the place or didn't like it, mm-hmm. but I'm always glad that people go and give things a try that I recommend. Uh, Joe Bean is my place as well. Oh, that's awesome. You know, it's underscore. It's my place. Um, and even though they're not in this old location... Mm-hmm. Uh, they're opening their new location, hopefully relatively soon, over on Blossom. Yeah, hope so. Um, which I'm very, I'm very much looking forward to. But it's, it was so much my place. I've had those existential crises when I was. It was like a random Friday night, and I didn't have anywhere to be. The wife was already asleep, and I always would have ended up at Joe Bean, you know, sitting at the bar with, you know, Jim Lake and and Ben Turiano, one of the owners. And I 100% would have ended up there. And I didn't have that place to go. Oh. You know, I, find, I have tons of places yeah, to go. No, but you, yeah, I but, get what you mean. There are certain spots where this is – your destination would be this in the perfect universe. And unfortunately, you didn't yeah. have that landing pad. That's and it, it wasn't there. And it was it was weird. Like, it affected my whole night when oh. I tried to go there. And it was – well, you know, it's – I'm getting more emotional as I get older. Mm-hmm. And it was like – if it felt weird that I couldn't go there. And I, I went to other places. I had a great night still, but it's weird sometimes how, how much places end up affecting you. And you yeah. don't think about it until they're not there anymore. That's how it works. You don't, don't know what you have until it's gone, right, yeah. as the song says. Uh, I was that way. I used to go to um, uh, the uh, it, it the Flipside Bar over on Main Street. Uh, and I used to go there a lot. And like, not that I'm a huge drinker per se, but the kitchen staff, were, the woman who worked there was uh, a culinary just genius. And at one point when it first happened, she, her and her boyfriend both had come from culinary school, moved back to Rochester, and it's like, oh, I'll run a kitchen in a bar. And it was one of those things to show up. I'm like, I'll have the wait, lobster. What? And it was <laughs> phenomenal food. But once the uh, owner, she's retired, she wanted to get out. And I, it's one of those feelings. I'm like, well, I'm gonna go, and you, you know what you're supposed to go do. Go get that food. Go get the drink. Go to that spot. Sit in the thing there. And like, I was gonna bring friends. And I just, I realized, and it was that, oh, oh. And moment doesn't kind of roll a tear back a bit, or yeah. maybe stomach gurgled a bit more. I guess probably. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's it now. So. Uh, in between this process, do you have another coffee place you've been enjoying as you can? Oh, God, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I, I love lots of places in town coffee-wise. 
Um, Fuego Coffee in the Open, their new location. You have to be the new place. The new, new place. Yeah. They were, yeah. It's already a, It's one. It's the, for me, I, mean, no, I cast no aspersions on the last version of the place, mm-hmm. but for me, this feels like Fuego when you walk in. Oh, good. So, you know, the old location over in Liberty Pole, I love that space because it felt so much like them. Yeah. And when you go into the new place, it feels like Fuego, even though it's a updated version. Now, where's the new place again? <sighs> oh, we'll do over, It's over yeah. next to... It's actually right near Dinosaur. It's across the street, you know, on the, the cross street there. Yeah, yeah. So it's right across the street from Dinosaur, basically. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, right in that area. Really maybe, easy to get to. Maybe have Chris Clemens right in. We'll put him to work or something else. Right <laughs> Doing our research. <laughs> uh, so Fuego, uh, Ugly Duck, of course. Uh, over on Charlotte Street, mm-hmm. one of the uh, great hangout spots in Rochester. I love Ugly Duck. We want to have him on the show. Uh, Rory. Rory, Rory yeah, have to get Rory on. I mean, we has, I mean, you have his old like music background, too, we can talk about. So yeah, it's, well, I'll, I'll probably beat you to that. I have one in my queue with Rory talking nice. about his new location uh, up in the Codex Center up on the ridge. Yeah, that's right. Oh, my gosh, I forgot that. I what a that cool – I mean, I haven't been in because he's – it's open during the week, mm-hmm. like uh, like normal people hours, like eight to two. <laughs> so it's not easily accessible for somebody who's working during the day. Mm-hmm. But it's in the middle of a photo gallery, and it's supposed to just be a really cool spot. I'll check it out. Maybe Monday next Monday we'll go check it out. Man. I've How's seen that? the pictures. That would be awesome because it's a photo gallery slash Kodak history museum. Oh wow! And then Rory's got the spot like. Really? Right in the middle of it. Oh, okay. We it looks do a, we'll, incredible. We'll do a photo shoot. We'll go take some pictures. Go That's get, drink awesome. some coffee. We'll take some. That sounds great to us. Remind yeah. me Monday, Matt. That's in your, you're putting your to-do list maybe. <laughs> sounds good. Monday. Um, uh, well, we did a person write in again. Uh, I, I forgot the name. Sorry. I loved your show. You had a show on last year. Uh, about the, You went to the Food Truck Rodeo with someone. Had a great show. Now, but the Food Truck Rodeo, was that with Ben? Was that? Uh, Could have been, yeah. So it was, um, oh, man. Yeah, I think... I think I Ben think, McDonald, right? Yeah, it was Ben McDonald, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was an interesting one because uh, Ben hadn't been before. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I've been to so many food truck rodeos that I I kind of don't go much anymore. Yeah. Not to hold anything back from that they're doing a good job because they really are. Mm-hmm. But for... I mean, I've been to so many. I used to go every single week mm-hmm. or every time they had one every yeah. month. And I got burned out on it after a while. Understandable. Because it's... I, I'm looking for different, mm-hmm. and during the food truck ready, is it the, your best bet to maintain a even keel mm-hmm. is to have a menu you're very comfortable executing, not coming up with new stuff every month. Yeah, yeah. Um, when they first started, people were doing wacky dishes. Remember the first food truck rodeo? Somebody popped out foie gras filled donuts. Oh, my God. Oh, man. It was the first food truck rodeo. Somebody yeah, yeah. did foie gras filled donuts. Wow. And I'm like, I think it was Marty, actually. I think it was Marty's Meats that did one. I was going to be. say, because the first time I went, Marty was doing uh, Langua Tacos. Oh, man. I and, loved oh, those. Oh, man. Those were so good. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Marty's Meats, of course. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Mar- Marty, one, is a good guy. Of, we've been doing more and more stuff. But he's he is a... He's really good at making food that people want to eat. Yeah. From the meat to the vegetables, uh, everything about it is it's a place you want to go eat. Yeah. And now he has a spot on Park Ave, right? Is that- yeah, so Marty's on Park. They're also doing some finer dining uh, events called uh, Martin's. 
Oh, that's clever. <laughs> so they're doing like a pop-up on the evenings. I forget what night they're doing it, but you should check it out on their social media. It's really interesting stuff. And I think they're doing a steakhouse nights coming up soon. Oh, God, check it out. And really interesting opportunities. Oh, nice. Definitely have to check that out. Uh, I went to uh, Lisa in the Park with actually uh, uh, Dennis uh, Allen uh, and uh, – Friend of the show, Dennis Allen, and we—I I sincerely love the food. I was sitting uh, sitting outside of summertime, and like I try to do like Thursdays, I'll kind of go to like maybe an art gallery or something else, get get some creative flow happening. So I went to art, then ha- went there for food. It was the perfect way to spend like a Park Ave afternoon. So yeah, it's um, Park Ave's got some still has some interesting places on it. Some of them are a bit staid and not really my style, but mm-hmm. there's still a lot of opportunities in all different neighborhoods to do like experiences. True. Very true. Uh, I'm still always talking up uh, some of the, like, you know, you sent me to, uh, was it the gas station, uh, 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 was it taco, uh, what was it? Yeah, gas station tacos. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I told people, I brought people there, and people were like, we're going where? I pulled in, they're like, where? I'm like, just just trust me, just trust me. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's said, and that was uh, fully, uh, the food was amazing, and the experience was great, too. It made me just, I, I was happy to be in Rochester. It made me feel like I was just, like I don't know, living a life out of a TV show, I think, doing that. Yeah, so. it's stuff like that that really makes, for me, it makes Rochester worth going to. I'm going to throw you a couple different ones right oh, now since you, since you brought it up. A couple different places that I almost guarantee you have not heard of. Probably, I, I love when this happens. So down, Matt. I'm going to say go to uh, the address is 658 North Street. Mm-hmm. I remember the address. Um, it's, a, it's a place called Mini H Mart. Mini H Mart. Yes, yes, I don't think I, I normally think of Mini H Mart as my uh, go-to food place. No, so you Mini probably H-Mart. wouldn't. In this case, the the market is a Korean market. Oh my gosh! On North Street, uh-huh. um, next to it is a seafood place. If you walk into the um, like a you know fish market, mm-hmm. if you walk into the public market into the you know the indoor building, they're the first fish market you see. Okay, yeah. they're uh, you know quality products, you know fresh, good options. But the Korean market next door, they make three different kinds of kimchi in house, mm. and they have a fish fry in there that oh. for me is. Just one of the best in town. They're doing cornmeal fried fish. You got to get the cornmeal, not the other one. Um, if you guys, if I get quiet, because I'm jotting stuff down right now, <laughs> frantically. Uh, so. It's plus, it's you know, it's a it's a family business. You can go in and get like a little boxed versions of banchan, and it's it's one of these little places that people just don't know about. It's it's a good local family business that I couldn't recommend people go check out more. You go to the go to the public market on a Saturday and then drive up and get get some fish on your way home or something. That sounds perfect to me. Actually, I'm trying to surprise my dad. My dad's a, a fish fry guy, so I I'm trying to get him to appreciate the city more. He's a farmer guy. He doesn't get up to the city a whole lot, so I like taking him these experiences because my my for the love of my brother, he's a great guy, but he's very much just kind of insular. They don't go a lot. I mean, you can eat so much pizza from the same pizza place after a while. Yes. So, um, and fish fry, I can get him up for a fish fry. So, so I'll I'm give trying... you one more fish fry place then. Yes, please so, do. I'm going to tell you to go to uh, Uncle Jumbo's Uncle on Jumbo. Main Street. Not that far away from here, actually. Very close. Um, it's over near... What is it near? It's next to Everything Is Good over on Main Street. Next to the new... Oh, it's there's an old school bar at that corner. We'll figure it out. Which I will figure out while we continue to talk. So Uncle Jumbo's is Yeah, Uncle Jumbo's. It is a... It's got a bit, it's a, you know, it's a fried fish and seafood place. So nice. they got fried shrimp, they got fried fish, uh, all sorts of stuff like that. 
but what I think they do really well, I think their fried shrimp are delightful. I think they're doing them to order, so they're not sitting around. They got real juiciness oh, to them. That sounds great. It's it's a place I five five one East Main Street. Someone just wrote in. Oh, maybe uh, I'm thinking of. That's what they're saying. So. Oh, well, I'm gonna get this. You're gonna get it right. Yeah, because <laughs> this is Jumbo's Fish and Seafood, and. What is the next? Next to Richmond's. That's what I was thinking. Oh, my God. Next to Richmond's. Oh, I love that place. Sorry. Yeah, right you next can, to Richmond's. Yeah. Just about throw a football from here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really close to here. I mean, I love this stretch on Main Street now. There's so many cool places. Well, um, I did a search. The picture popped up. The first picture shows is the shrimp, and it looks amazing. Side note. It, I'm looking at it near <laughs> exactly. too. It looks gorgeous. I'm yeah, actually I salivating. Yeah. If I, I can't talk right now. It's such a cool place. Um, again... You know, for me, when when I tell people about all these places, not that Main Street is particularly um, known as a difficult place to go to, but just walk in. Just walk in anywhere you want to go to, and you're going to get welcomed. You're going to have a good time going to these different places. Uh, Don't hesitate. Um, I've been working on going to many different Jamaican places in town. Mm. My current count that I understand is 18 Jamaican restaurants in Rochester. Wow. And there's there's no... end to the cool places you can go visit if you make the effort and do a little bit of research yeah 18 jamaican restaurants and they're not and best thing about rochester it's not an expensive food town no like you, you like they have this amazing food and it is the same you'd be getting at some of these like you know an average uh, sort of chain sort of place you know i was what gonna mean? say for what you'd get rolling up at applebee's yeah exactly yeah there's applebee prices at a homemade local yeah. rochester stuff you get more or, food cheaper mm-hmm. and better yeah um, and you get to you get to visit a different area of town. I love talking to people. I was just uh, I went to the Pepper Pot, whatever it is, and not not the new one. They have the a, old the one, old one, one over in South Wedge. Yeah, uh, Gregory and I, Street. Yeah, I'd never actually been, and I've always oh. been to. I've had food there before. I had food delivered, but I've never been in. And I walked in, and it was just amazing. I happened to say, I'm like, oh, first time in here, and that was the cue for them to start talking about everything they love. And I got a chance to chat with people, what they're excited about, what they think they, like what they love to eat and I had the, one of the best meals as a spread they're like oh try this oh try this uh-huh. I mean it wasn't this big massive plate but it was like a little bowl I walked out of there full and just happy so and one of the better Jamaican places here in Rochester it's uh, it's just the food's everything delightful there uh, great location too people forget it's in the South Wedge oh gosh totally it's on Gregory it's only like two blocks south of South Ave two or three blocks and people forget it's in the Southwich. It's right there, guys. You yeah. got to go check it out. Yeah, pretty much right at the corner from like that Mary Mary De- Mary Daly Park. Mary yes, De- yeah. yeah, it's right yep. near a park over there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it's nice. You actually can get it summertime. Uh, uh, <laughs> reason I'm saying this, uh, Dave just writes in and he goes like, "What I do, I actually get it and go across the street at the park and have lunch there." My little that sounds awesome. So like, that sounds amazing. That is a right perfect now. summer day. <laughs> exactly. Oh, jerk chicken and oh, oh. jerk chicken is sitting outside. Mm. Nice, that nice, sounds nice, awesome. nice, nice. See, I've been trying to track down really good oxtails in town, and I'm not sure where to go. So oxtails, there's a lot of different options. Um, one of the places I tell you to go uh, for Jamaican oxtails, I tell you to go to Dutch Pot. It's up on Norton and Goodman. Okay. Um, it is, you know, when I went in there, I was told by somebody, uh, the, uh, the Florida Nuthouse people at the public market, yeah. they told me to go there for the soups. They said the soups were amazing. So I went up and I checked it out. Every single person that walked in there was ordering oxtails. Oh, really? So I really? Sat, we were sitting there and everybody's ordering oxtails. I'm like, boy, it looks like I should be ordering oxtails. He's like, yeah, you should be getting them. Um, that place is awesome. Uh, El Latino, 
over on Chai Wai Ave. Person just asked, what was the name of that one again? They missed uh, the... That one is Dutch Pot. Dutch Pot, okay. That's Dutch Pot and Norton and Goodman. The signage is um, not particularly great, but uh, nice place when you nice place when you go in and talk to the people. Uh, their soups are supposed to be absolutely fantastic if you get there early enough in the day, but you know they go up, they go like gangbusters yeah. during lunchtime. Uh, we did a question come in from uh, actually a wonderful Chris Clemens. Uh, oh, Chris Clemens. So, uh, how do you research and find new places, though? Uh, what resources do you use? So, I have a lot of different ways that I aggregate information. One, I I do follow a lot of food people online here in town. Um, I'm not as diligent as I used to be. I used to read every Yelp review that got put out in Rochester. Wow. Um, I used to, there was a live, there was a stream of them. You could go like in order of when they were written. Oh man. I used to read every review that came out. I don't do that anymore. Uh, so I do follow some people on uh, Instagram, you know, uh, quality food people like, uh, you know, Lynn Phillips at Sriracha Says, Mm -hmm. uh, Rock Foodies, uh, people like that. But what I do more often is I talk to people. So I do get things from them sometimes, but I talk to people. Nice. Like I mentioned that Dutch Pot place. I wouldn't have known about that except for the fact that I was talking to somebody I liked. I was asking where I should go eat, mm-hmm. and they recommended me a place that I had never heard of before. Wow. I wouldn't perfect. have known about Dutch Pot unless um, you know the, the ladies over at Florida Nut House told me that. Hmm. Um, I found about a lot of places that way, and it's... And also, I'm I drive through neighborhoods, so I'll drive through a neighborhood. And if I'm trying to get from north to south, I won't always take 390. Good for you. Yeah, you know, I'll drive I'll drive North Clinton mm-hmm. and see what I find. Um, I've worked in different areas of the city, and I'm also a bit of a voracious nerd and researcher. <laughs> you know, so, shockingly. <laughs> so if I have a genre of food I like, mm-hmm. I will search. I will try and find what we have to offer. Good for you. That's amazing. So like. You know, I can say for Viet food that I can tell you, I can probably tell you all the places in Rochester off the top of my head. But that's because I've been to all of them mm. and I've spent the time to look into it. Or, you know, uh, like I said, Jamaican, I've, I made a list. I've got a spreadsheet on my Google Drive showing all the places that I've been to. Nice. But that's because I've asked people who have spent time learning this stuff. And Yeah, yeah. you listen to them. Yeah, so, you have yeah. to. Awesome. There's no other way to find the really cool spots. And of course, I mean, you know, like the new openings, mm-hmm. I mean, people, you know, the new opening places, like the fancy places, they all like, they'll follow you. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. so, so I'll, I'll hear about them, mm-hmm. but you know, the, the stuff I really want to get to, you got to ask. <laughs> that's, that's a great way. It's a little tagline for you. This is perfect. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we have, now you Jamaican, is there, uh, like a genre of food that you are like aiming for, for 2019 or something that's a, uh, uh, you know, aesthetic, aesthetic is some sort of what, your 2019 goal. So something I want to spend a little bit more time on is, uh, African cuisine in general. Nice. So we're getting more of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw, I think it was Adam Wilcox from the cheap eats column. Another one of my people who gives me cool spots to go. Um, he wrote about uh, Somali African cuisine. Oh, nice! Uh, we've got we have a number of Ethiopian places here in Rochester. Yep. That's been a cuisine that's been here for a while, but now we're getting different areas of Africa, mm-hmm. uh, which is delightful. There's a Ghanaian restaurant in the uh, college town area called Aquaba. I saw that name. I didn't know what it was. It's really good. Um, 
they're very dedicated to cooking food fresh to order. So when I was in there last, they were doing stews and soups to order. Mm-hmm. They were, uh, it's not a fast place, but they're doing that intentionally. They really want you to sit down and enjoy the experience of being there. If you are in a rush, you may want to order ahead. But you can, if you have the time, sit down, talk to people. Talk to the people who are in the restaurant. I had a great conversation with somebody there who also recommended that I go to a different spot. <laughs> because I, I, I strike up conversations. I, I just can't help myself. I have to. Speaking of the choir there, I mean, I, that's what I do all the time. Say, yeah, <laughs> exactly. He has a kindred spirit. Yeah. That's why we talk so well. It's great. <laughs> um, so I actually had a message just came in, uh, and actually I want to give a shout-out to uh, – they. Uh, so – a friend of mine writes, he's like, I don't don't see my name in here, but I follow uh, a wonderful person that was, and actually this person was on my show here. Uh, so it's uh, Chris Thompson. He does uh, Crons of Nonsense. I think it's Chronicles of Nonsense. His, the reason I bring it up is like his, uh, for Black History Month, he's been hitting uh, like African and, and that sort of genre of, of restaurants here in Rochester. And uh, they're saying, like, I recently been following him and I've been impressed by what I've been finding. And literally that's what I'm doing right now and having a blast doing it. So I'll give a shout out. Uh, Crowns of, of Non is uh, Chris's uh, Twitter handle. He's currently uh, doing his Black History Month and Buy Black Food you know, hashtag. So there's actually a thing happening right now. People are talking about it. So Great coincidence. Uh, he'll be over on Sunday. Nice. Uh, Sunday evening. So I'll be talking to him coming up very soon. I, I'm super excited about what he's doing. I heard it on uh, uh, Connections with Evan Dawson. I heard oh, it nice. on there. He mentioned it. I, I couldn't be more excited that he's taking that time. He's I saw he's writing in the city newspaper about mm-hmm. it. And what what a great opportunity. I love any bit of publicity that we can get out there for the diverse cultural restaurants of Rochester, for these you know local businesses, family-owned businesses, whether they're you know, uh, Chris is covering uh, black-owned businesses mm-hmm. um, of all different kinds, or you know the diverse Asian cuisines, or people from you know the Caribbean. Please go out and try these places. These are family businesses that deserve your attention yeah. and your effort. Yeah, this is your and this is like fellow Rochesterians making a go and putting a restaurant together. It's not an easy thing to do, no. and it's food. You'll love it. Like the what like. Worst case scenario, if you somehow don't like, which I doubt is going to happen, but like you're out a possible meal. That's one thing. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I've I've done worse. Uh, you know, I, it, rather than go get a crappy like said Applebee's or something else. Uh, yeah, there goes I, our Applebee's. We're not going to ever be sponsored by Applebee's, by the way. So no. much for that. I know. Stop we're... buzz marketing them. <laughs> no, I'll be. I will definitely. I'm having Chris over soon. I'm really excited oh, to talk to him. I'm. I'm hoping I learn something new too. He's a great guy. It's... I loved having him on. We've been uh, trying to have him come on again here. Just schedule hasn't allowed it because he does a radio show actually on another station uh, on Mondays as well. So that's, oh, uh, great, great. So uh, the but... station that shall not be named. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> great, great folks over there. It's all we're all happy. But uh, yeah, give us a shout. Say Magnus says hello. So, I certainly will. Uh, yeah. So follow him along. His uh, hashtag Buy Black Food Challenge was uh, from uh, Chris. So. That's awesome. Um, but, uh, wow, time is flying already. We're Isn't it? Yeah, it yeah, tends yeah. to do that. Um, yeah, so I want to make sure I give enough time for anything you anything you want to talk about, anything else. I mean, you have the Food About Town podcast. Yep. It's going strong. Uh, you can download it uh, wherever podcasts can be found. Wherever much, right? great podcasts can be found. So yeah. you can get me on uh, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher. I'm not on Spotify, but I will be soon. We just we always have a shout out, but like oh, not usually on Spotify. It's a it's a hassle. I've been told by a man in a glass box. Yeah, it is a bit much. I, I looked into it. And I'm like, oh, I got enough stuff to deal with. <laughs> um, that was exactly my decision. I looked yeah. at that and iHeartRadio, and I went, 
nah, I think we're good. No, <laughs> but you, you, you give me lots of other places. So, um, And if you can get me on foodabouttown.com as well if you don't know how to get to any of those things. Mm-hmm. And go from there. It's um, still my favorite thing I do. Uh, amongst all the other projects I'm working on, whether it be the startup around food and drink sourcing, frankly, or, um, you know, the writing, which I do very sporadically nowadays, it's, I absolutely love doing it. It's so much fun. Oh, that's awesome. I, we, I'm so glad to hear this is happening. I'm so glad that you do this, by the way. I, I um, like, it's funny. I never was a great uh, uh, taster. I didn't know. I didn't know what, what how to describe food, and I thought, thought it to be kind of overwhelming. I always watch these videos, or maybe it's Frazier. I don't know, but it's, it seems like they were carrying on too much, like these palate tastes and and hanging out with you and experiencing the food as you describe it. You've helped me understand what my palate is, what I like, and how to describe the words I make. I think in the past, just from me being friends with you for the past couple of years. My ability to know what I like and know what I what I enjoy has not only happened in the restaurant form, but also actually at home as well. I've now been moving into cooking more and adding flavors. And well, stuff, isn't that so. a great thing too? Because when you take that time and effort to learn how to build flavors yourself, I think you come to appreciate how it's done. Um, whether you're cooking less meat at home, if you're cooking vegetarian, you know, learn how to build flavors. Learn how to, you know, make something that's savory and rich and delightful. But that takes that takes um, that takes testing. That takes trying stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, ask somebody how to do it. Learn something new, and then when you go out, try and understand how they did it. It's one of the things that uh, you know. It's a blessing and a curse at the same time. Is you know, it's easy to go out and I can you know generally say how something's done, and then you're like, oh, maybe they should have done it this way or done it that way, and it's sometimes hard to turn it off. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. You can also find what you like better now too, because now you can talk about it. It's a it's a skill that's worthwhile because now you can say you can you can get people excited about food in a different way that maybe you couldn't have before. Mm. You can still tell great stories, but sometimes sometimes you need to be evocative with your food pros. Yeah, yeah, we totally true. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out. I, I missed this t- uh, tweet a while back. Uh, it was uh, David on Twitter was writing in saying uh, Swan's Bacon oh my god delightful and uh, it goes on uh, and speaking of locally uh, family owned places also the great cured meat uh, Polska Chata uh, Hunter Bacon Wrapped Pierogi yeah so yeah. Polska Chata being our one of our very few Eastern European places nice. here in Rochester okay. uh, also you watched Harry Brown great movie for the genre he says yeah so I, I somebody recommended that and um, it was a it fit into the genre we were talking about that sort of revenge genre and it's an it's an aging um wow why am i forgetting his That's name michael kane right michael kane michael kane yeah it came out that same year like gran torino i think that was a good one uh but yeah it was fell into the genre and i appreciate the recommendation <laughs> so, uh, so uh, sorry someone just mentions his michael kane and uh, it's uh, about my tall Zach is actually writing and uh, he writes in the show every once in a while. Um, so uh, Zach goes, uh, do you remember how? So do you know how to pronounce Michael Caine's name properly? If you want to do it, this is this is a joke we have between each other. Uh, the best way it is is just pronounce the words my and the word like a drug cocaine. Just practice saying it now. You instantly say the the, the actor's name in his exact accent. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> Michael Caine. Michael yep. Kane. Michael Kane. That's how it works it out. <laughs> so thank you, Zach, for throwing a joke in at me as I'm on the air. So perfect. Can, can I throw my, my favorite Michael yes. Kane anecdote in? Yes, please do. When he was in Jaws 3. 
Um, do by we the way, this? Jaws 4. Or Jaws 4, Please. you're right, I'm sorry. I <laughs> apologize. No, Jaws 3 was Mario Van Peebles, right? Yeah, if that, I that was in a sea yeah. world. Okay, yeah. So it was <laughs> it was Jaws 4, it was after that, he was doing the press junket or whatever, and somebody asked him if he'd seen the movie. It's like, no, but I've seen the vacation house that I bought, and it's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my favorite. Next to Ben Kingsley, they asked him why he did a movie once. He's like, my, my wife wanted a pool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so, yeah, there's no insight. It's like, you get to a point where it's like, eh. You can be an artist or you can make a couple bucks. I've heard Michael Madsen describe some of his movies like, yeah, my kid needed to go to uh, go to private school and <laughs> that was this divorce and, you know, this and that. It was just, just awesome. Yeah. Uh, was it uh, Friday 13th? Who's the uh, mother in the first movie of that one? Is that the... Uh, she uh, she wanted to pay for a new house. She, yeah. That's what, like, the thing. She's like, why do you do this? I'm like, I wanted a house. so Or yeah. a new car, I think it was. Yeah. So it's amazing how that works out. Um, boy, time has flown along. We are very impressed. Uh, uh, Stromy, guys listening in right now, this is Chris Lindstrom. Uh, Stromy, as I refer to him, at Food About Town podcast, website, uh, just uh, awesome Rochesterian, one of my favorite people to chat with. Um, now, uh, if you guys want to follow this man along, please do. Download his podcast. Uh, and you're, you're on Twitter now, too. I am. Um, if people have suggestions for restaurants, someone tweeted, like, if I have an idea for a restaurant, can I send it to him? How can I get a hold of him? Oh, please. So you should uh, get a hold of me on your social media platform of choice. <laughs> uh, Food About Town on Facebook, Food About Town on Twitter, and at Stromy on Instagram. I am findable no matter what you like or where you want to go. <laughs> Give me recommendations, especially the great locally owned businesses. Oh, man, yes. Uh, especially locally owned. I'm having a blast with this. I wrote down a bunch of things. I have some good things to try out. How about you, Matt? You have some good stuff to try out? Oh, I, I'm dying to go to Dutch Pot right now. Oh, <laughs> so good. I've been fiending for, for oxtails for so long. That, oh. I'll go with you. I love oxtail. I I never realized like oxtail uh, until, luckily, the city opened my eyes onto it. So. Yeah. I, I'm super excited about it. I will join you for that, by the way. Sweet. You're more than welcome. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, we're going to be coming up at the end of the show. We have a minute or two left, but I want to give a shout out to everyone who's been writing in on Twitter. Thank you for writing in. Uh, it was Magnus Apollo on Twitter. Uh, mindofmagnus at gmail.com is where some other emails were coming in. Um, if you guys have ideas for a show, you have a, uh, a guest you want me to have on, you have uh, suggestions for a great restaurant for us, also we'll take that as well. Absolutely. So, um, but uh, so, Chris, uh, what is something that we should uh, uh, your parting wisdom for the uh, wonderful guests here? Is anything we have some? Uh, um, you know what I'd say is go out and develop a relationship, become a regular somewhere, whether it's at your local farm at the farmers market, whether it's a restaurant, uh, your coffee place. Talk to people, develop a relationship, become a regular somewhere. Your favorite place. Start talking to people. Really engage. And you'll, you'll be amazed at how much you start to enjoy the place differently. Make an effort, and, you know, Rochester will give it back to you. Uh, that's It changed my life going out and, you know, making an effort and developing relationships. Mm -hmm. So I, I couldn't recommend it highly enough. Go out and make an effort, and it'll pay itself back to you fivefold. That's a great way. That's, I'm writing down little quotes from him tonight. It's going to be great. We're going to like look at bumper stickers from him. Yeah, we're going to have the Stromy Quote of the Day calendar. It's coming out next year, 2020. Page away. Um, so uh, also, a side note, if you guys are always looking for, if uh, we're always looking for good run underwriters here for the show, if you guys want to support us, let us know. Uh, Mind of Magnus is always open for fun things that way. Uh, I want to give a shout-out also to the folks that have been helping out the radio station, all those Patreon supporters out there. Uh, we can't do it without you guys, and thank you so much for doing it. Our 2018 year went off well. Our 2019 year is actually looking even better, and it's thanks to all those people putting in their dollars and helping us out. So you have our uh, house cleaning stuff, Matt? Let, let's do it. The intro is... 
Paradise Engineering by the band Yacht off the album Shangri-La. Right now, this is the Manic Street Preachers Dreaming a City. Coming up next, we've got Dave Tyler with No Format, one of the finest voices in Rochester with some of the best music in Rochester. It really is. I am so happy. He's now become my evening. When I get done, I just hop out of here and put the station on. It's been doing great. It's a great soundtrack for whatever you do after this. It's awesome. Uh, And if you guys are listening in on Friday morning, thank you so much. I know I talk a lot about Monday nights, but Fridays, you guys are great. My Friday morning text messages and tweets and all the emails coming in have been great. Uh, We've been having a blast doing that sort of stuff. So I can't do it without everyone here listening in and saying hi and letting me know. So uh, thanks for playing in. Uh, Chris Clemens, thanks for messaging a bunch. Uh, Check out that guy again. He's awesome. We're going to have him back on hopefully soon. Let's so, do it. Uh, Stromy, thank you so much. I appreciate it. So happy to have been here. And that hour flew by. I, I'm now hungry and happy. So Me too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks so much, folks. We'll be back again next week with all fun, more ideas, new guests, and everything else. Uh, Matt, thank you again for everything you do. And, thank you. And uh, we'll see you guys all next week. See you next week.